Welcome to the ODUBlitz.com football show presented by our sponsors, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. I'm Ed Miller of the Virginian Pilot. I'm here with our columnist, fellow ODU beat writer and uh, all-around good guy, Harry Minium. Former ODU beat writer, but I'll yeah. take it. Well, Thank he, you. Harry, yeah. Harry does a lot. Uh, Harry, you were at Saturday's game. Give us a quick uh, Well. Attempt. ODU got absolutely crushed. Sorry, people. There's just no other way to describe it. It's their third loss by 30 or more points in a row. Um, they didn't play with a lot of passion. And clearly, I thought schematically, they were not lined up in the right defense to stop Lane Kiffin's offense. I mean, you know, granted, that's no, you know, there's no shame in that. Lane Kiffin is an offensive genius. And he's was the offensive coordinator at Alabama the last three years, right. three SEC titles, a national championship. I was glad to hear Bobby Wilder say on Monday they did a much better job coaching and playing than we did because that wasn't exactly what he said Saturday night. Saturday night he was emotional after the game and he said we coached them upright, they were in the right positions, they just didn't make tackles. Um, I think everyone needs to take responsibility for this loss, coaches, players, everyone, and, and they did and that's good. Um, ODU had four turnovers, but even without the turnovers this would not have been a close game. Uh, they were uh, FAU scored on ODU's, uh, you know, excuse me, Old Dominion scored on FAU's subs late in the game. Another touchdown was aided by three FAU major penalties. So even if all of ODU's offensive players were healthy and they're not, this would not have been a close game. FAU is clearly the superior team. Stephen Williams, 17-year-old quarterback, four interceptions. I think his worst game of the season. What were your oh, thoughts? Oh, yeah, by what far. When you're going to go with a 17-year-old quarterback, you're probably going to have some days like this, nights yeah. like this, uh, four interceptions, uh, and uh, they kept him in there the whole game. They wanted him to work through these things and, and take in the whole experience. Um, I thought it maybe at some point in the fourth quarter, just to get a, get his uh, head out of it, maybe they would have yeah. put uh, somebody in there to, to kind of do mop-up duty, but they stuck with Stevie the whole time. And they scored on the last drive, yeah. so they got yeah. some success out of it. So Yeah, he's got to have a short memory. Um, you know, just bad communication between the receivers and the quarterback. Uh, yeah. Receivers didn't run the right routes at the right depth, the right angle. Anything that could go wrong uh, pretty much went wrong in the yes, passing game. Uh, had a tip ball that was intercepted, had a couple overthrows. It was just uh, not a good game uh, for the passing game. Now, uh, the running game, not so bad. Uh, Jeremy Cox piles up 202 yards, has some big runs. Uh, so there was some, if you want to take a positive out of it, maybe that's it. They're yeah. trying to become the team they hope they could be, run the ball, do some play action, uh, control the clock, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, Stevie Williams, you know, this is uh, what you get when you got a young quarterback. I don't think they're any less enthusiastic about him. I think yeah. they're uh, still committed to playing him, and I think that's still the right thing to do. Well, I'll uh, quote Marshall coach Doc Holliday on this. He says he's, he's a young player who's going to be excellent. I've always said when you play a freshman quarterback, you're going to go through some growing pains. He's got the ability to beat you with his feet and also with his arm. I agree. I think he's. Uh, I think he's going to be a star for ODU eventually. But he was not a star Saturday night, and ODU is going to have some growing pains. With yeah, him. absolutely. Um, so ODU is at Marshall this week. Marshall's four and one. They uh, lost at NC State after leading early by 17. It was a pretty good performance against a really good ACC team. NC State's in the top 25. They crushed Cincinnati. Um, tell us about Marshall. 
What is ODU have to do to win? Marshall is playing pretty well right now. Uh, they're sort of the Marshall that we've come to know in Conference USA over the years under Doc Holliday. Um, you know, four and one. Uh, they've got a veteran quarterback, or, or as much of a vet, much more of a veteran than ODU has, and a yeah. junior, Chase Litton. Uh, really, their defense has been uh, maybe the story of the year. They, they're leading the league in uh, scoring defense. Uh, they, they're really good in the red zone. Uh, mm -hmm. They offensively, they don't give up a lot of sacks. They're pretty good in special teams. Uh, all in all, they're pretty good. They've got a receiver who's leading the league in receptions, uh, Tyree Brady, I believe is uh, how you pronounce it. Miami transfer. So they've got uh, they've got a lot of pieces. Yeah. I, I think the Marshall's going to line up and try and ram the ball down ODU's throat. Now, they haven't run the ball all that well this season, but after what FAU did, I would think that's what they're going to do. But you're right. Litton, he struggled a little bit last year right. at quarterback, but he's playing very well. And a kid named Ryan Juracek, I hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, was a six foot three, 240-pound senior, was the national tight end of the year, uh, excuse me, of the week last week after catching the Six passes for 77 yards and three touchdowns at Cincinnati. So they have a lot so of. Your name is Ryan Yurichek. You sound like a tight end. Yes, you say? Do. I mean, check. So, sounds like a tight end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's some telling stats about ODU. Um, they, they are 13th in Conference USA in total defense, 13 in rushing defense, uh, last in first downs, 12th in third down conversions, and 13th in fourth down conversions. And there are 119th out of 130 FBS schools in total offense. Let's maul those numbers for just a minute as we take a short break so we can learn more about our tremendous sponsor, Lionsbridge Financial Advisors. We'll be right back. You embody dedication, sacrifice, and commitment. You are an elite athlete. You know the difference superior coaching makes. Lionsbridge Financial Advisors is here to be your financial coach. We'll help you pack for your athletic journey by gathering a complete picture of where you are and where you want to go and by working with other trusted professionals on your behalf. We're back with the ODU Blitz videocast. Um, Ed Ray Larry was back at practice this week, kind of a surprise. Uh, Bobby Wilder announced, uh, I believe right after the North Carolina game, he was likely done for the season with a torn hamstring. Um, he's been working out. He's, he told me yesterday, and he's, he's been telling Bobby, I want to come back. I want to play. Mm -hmm. um, I saw him in practice Tuesday. He looked okay. How did he look in Wednesday in practice, and do you think um, he'll play? Yeah, from what I saw, and I wasn't the entire practice uh, Wednesday, he did, didn't do much from what I could yeah. tell. Um, you know, just I don't think they're giving him a lot of work right now. They're trying to, to uh, ramp it up gradually. I'd be frankly surprised if he got out there and played Saturday based on uh, four or five days of short practice uh, in the middle of the season after he's been out for five weeks now, it just would be, it would surprise me to see him out there. Um, doesn't mean it might not happen, but um, you know, I, 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 don't see, I don't see it happening. Bobby Wilder said he's, he's got to be, you know, they're going to be careful with bringing him back because if he comes back and he's not fully healthy and he pulls that hamstring, He's, and you know, then he can't play for a while. Well, he's done. This this is his senior year. They had planned to uh, apply for a medical redshirt, and a medical redshirt, as you know, is never a given right. as right. ODU basketball has experienced in the past. Yes, but, yes. But if he plays one play, he's done for the year. So. Yeah, it's a risk because, um, like you said, if he if he breaks a thirty yard run and pulls up, and you know, then he, then he's done. His career, not just the year, is done. 
So there is definitely a risk-reward factor. I guess uh, you talked to Ray, and, and you, you've known him for years. He really wants to play. Ray, is a, a, he doesn't think a lot about the future. He, he sees his team suffering. He sees Jeremy Cox, at, you know, who's been playing hurt mm -hmm. for a while, having to carry the load, and, and he wants to help. And that's, yeah. that's just the, Ray, the way Ray is. And Bobby says that, Bobby Wilder says that, you know, we need to, um, we need to make the right decision on this, yeah. and I assume they will. Yeah, make no mistake, this team could use the Ray Lowry that they've yeah. gotten to know over the years. I mean, a, a all-conference type of back, 1,000-yard rusher. Uh, to, to pair with Cox, I mean, they, that would, again, as I was saying before, that would get them closer to the identity they hope to have at the beginning of the year, being a power-running team and, yeah. and just, you know, grinding people down. Uh, he's, so we'll see. He's ODU's all-time leading rusher by far. He's run for 503 yards in three games against Marshall. Uh, he's arguably one of the top four or five players ever in ODU history, so getting yeah. him back healthy would mean a lot for this team. Yeah, and Marshall apparently is looking forward to him playing yes, from what you I, saw on social I a, media. I got a tweet from a Marshall linebacker saying we're ready for him. So You know, that's what we were talking about that on the way over here. Uh, this is a rivalry game, I guess, maybe as much as any as ODU has in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Huntington is seven hours away, but in Conference USA, Miles, that's not that far. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, ODU put it on pretty good last year. Um, Marshall has done that in the past, so there's definitely uh, some history there. Yeah, I mean, Marshall came in here in 2014 and just crushed ODU. I believe it was 58 to 14th and 14. And Taylor Heineke, he would take two steps back and he'd have three guys on top of him. It was a game that Doc Holliday could have scored 70 or 80 points, and he was mm. he was very um, charitable to ODU. And it, he was a good, you know, Doc Holliday is a good sports guy. He's mm. he, and he, he didn't run, he doesn't run the score up, and he didn't. Uh, the next year was fairly competitive, 27-7, to 7, I believe, but not a real close game. Last year, ODU just crushed Marshall 38-14. to 14. It was a game that ODU became bowl eligible in, which, you mm -hmm. know, they were celebrating, and you know, and you know that Marshall players are going to remember that. Absolutely, so, yeah. So your Conference USA power mm -hmm. ratings are out. Yeah. Surely there's a number one team this week. Tell me there's uh, a number one team. Harry, once again, I hate to disappoint <laughs> you, but... Uh, we don't have a number one. We're still going with the number twos. Uh, it just seems the right thing to do right now. I agree. Uh, there's no clear uh, power team in the conference, but we're, we're talking a lot about Marshall. So Marshall is one of those number twos. I think they earned it. Uh, they are the class of the East Division at the yeah. moment. So we've got them at number two, along with North Texas, who is out of the West, of course. And North Texas didn't play last week. So sometimes that's a good way to move up. Not don't play, don't lose. <laughs> Uh, which everyone in the West uh, who was ahead of them managed to lose, including Southern Miss, who's number three in UTSA, number four. Uh, La Tech, we have at number five. And I've got UAB at six. Now, La Tech just lost to UAB, but I'm thinking it's more of a body of work kind of thing. La yeah. Tech is, they've been in some very close games. They've got two losses by a point. Including the South Carolina now, UAB fans, it's at it's. Uh, yeah. You can get Ed Miller's um, <laughs> email address from yeah. RodeoBlitz.com. UAB, I mean, they're number seven, uh, number six. Incredible year to this yeah. point for uh, Coach Clark and the Blazers. Uh, all respect to them. Uh, FAU, who we got to see in person at number seven, I think they're worthy of that. I think they're a team that could yeah. be not even a, better. Not a great team. No, but you know they've they've. You know, they're first in the East. They East found East. their identity. You yeah. know, they're a running team. They spread you out. They run. Old Dominion clearly couldn't deal with it. 
Uh, Middle Tennessee at number eight. They bounced back, as we said, we thought they might last week at FIU. Uh, Western Kentucky, number nine. They were very lackluster win at UTEP. Uh, yeah, one-point victory. One-point win, right? Yeah, ouch. And then yeah. we got our, our ODU Monarchs at 10, which is, you know, who would have thought they'd be at that point uh, yeah. at this time of the season, but that's where they are. Uh, FIU 11, and then the bottom three, pretty much the same as they've been. Uh, Rice, Charlotte, and UTEP. And you could, you know, you could any, you could just put those three any place you want. Yeah, there. Rice has the benefit of actually having won a game, uh, you know, which you, the other two yeah. can't say yet to this point. So we'll see how that goes. So there are a bunch of games in Conference mm -hmm. USA this week, starting with Charlotte at WKU. Um, those teams have never met, and I wouldn't right. expect uh, that Charlotte would win this game. No, <laughs> that's just I don't know what else to say. But Western yeah, Kentucky is thirteen and two at home. Yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte is. I thought they were making some progress uh, offensively, and then they ran into Marshall and couldn't score. Now, on the other hand, they only gave up fourteen. I don't know how interested Marshall was in that game, to be honest with you. Probably uh, not didn't very see interesting. It. Yeah. Uh, we got middle at UAB. All of a sudden, every UAB game is a is a big game. Is a, is a yeah, it's intriguing. Yeah. To see what they can do. Uh, here's the game of the week, maybe uh, UTSA at North Texas. Uh, two teams that are, you know, really good in the West. Uh, well, it's, it's an offensive-defensive struggle, a and battle. North Texas has never sold out a home game, oh. at least, you know, that's, that's what I've read on the Internet, mm -hmm. so I hope it's true. And they, their coach and uh, other officials are pleading with fans to come out for this game. And I would think this is a game where they draw a good crowd. Yeah, interestingly about UTSA, um, they have not left the state of Texas this year in any of their games. They're, they're scheduled. They managed to play entirely in the state. They won't leave until November 4th when they go to Florida, I believe. That's so amazing. It's an interesting schedule, to say yeah. the least. Uh, speaking of Texas, uh, UTEP at Southern Miss, uh, not a lot to really say about that. No. Uh, UTEP is, uh, you know, they're a little better under Mike Price. We'll see if that was just a one-week you know, spike because of the new coach. Yeah, the, I'm sure they were very emotional yeah. with the new coach yeah, and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Tulane at FIU. Won't be close, I don't think. Yeah, and there's one of those, uh, uh, another group of five conference. Yeah. You want to get those games if you can. Um, Tulane is pretty good, from what I yeah, understand. They, uh, who did they? They beat Tulsa 62 to 35. They had 653 offensive yards. I would not think that's a team at FA that FIU could beat. Yeah, I wouldn't seem so. So who are you picking uh, Saturday when ODU goes to Marshall? Yeah, our picks are <laughs> last week's pick. Uh, we were both wrong, by the way. We couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, yeah. I didn't really didn't see that kind of game coming from yeah. ODU. And at the risk of being wrong again, I think they'll have a better performance uh, this week. I don't know if it'll be enough to win at Marshall. So I, I see ODU winning a third, I'm sorry, Marshall winning a close game somewhere in the 30 to 27 range. Um, you know, I, it's a 16-point line on that this game, and I think that's a good line because I, I think Marshall is just better than ODU. Um, I, I think the key for ODU is to be competitive in this game. They haven't been competitive um, since they went to UMass. I mean, right. they, just, they just need to be in a game where they have a chance to win. Um, really, you know, you know, I know they're not looking ahead to Western Kentucky next Friday night on national TV, you know, it's, but that's a big game for ODU. I think that's a game ODU can win if they're competitive this week. Yeah, I think they need to be competitive to 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 yeah. you know to, to have the 
self-confidence to beat WKU, but I think Western Kentucky was overrated. I, th I think they've been overrated mm -hmm. all season. Um, ODU has never beaten them. They're, they'll be th that's going to be a good game. And if ODU wins that game, they're in a they're in a good place to become bowl eligible. So. Yeah, as I said, I think they'll play better. I just I don't think it'll be enough to uh, to get it done. So you didn't actually give us your pick, did you? Uh, no, I. I <laughs> all right, Marshall, maybe I missed it. Marshall by Marshall by fifteen. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be out there, and we'll be back next week to tell you all about it. Um, for Harry Meehan, this is Ed Miller. Thanks for watching the ODUBlitz.com football show presented by our sponsors, Lions Bridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. And we will see you again same time next week. See you next week.